Football action gets underway in earnest today. We'll give you more on that in a moment. It's a Friday, folks. 72 degrees outside at the moment, headed up to 87. There is a mention of some light rain. But looking ahead for the whole next week, it's all in the 80s. One day even in the 90s. Sunday. So uh, those uh, wearing all those football equipment and everything, they're going to be, uh, well, sweating, right? Yes, they will. We... Uh, we're proud to do so many um, high school games. And um, tonight, um, right here on WATH, you will hear Athens. They're traveling down to Gallia Academy. And that game will be right here. And uh, let's see, the high school games are normally what, 7.30 or 8? 7. 7. Yeah, okay. pregame at 6.30. I get it. That's true of um, all of them? Yes. Okay. 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. Yes. So WATH will be down at Gallia. WXTQ, Power 105, our sister station. Nelsonville, York, traveling to Newark Catholic. And again, in the same format, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock. Big game there for the Nelsonville York Buckeyes, who defeated Trimble last Friday. So uh, Newark Catholic, I think, was the state runner-up, I want to say, in region in Division 7 last year. So the Buckeyes will have their hands full, so good luck to them and all of our Athens County and area teams. Now let's see here. What is this list? Those are games of interest. Yes. And that very last one on the list there uh, caught my eye, which will be a big game. Ironton versus Jackson? Yes, Ironton traveling to Jackson. Jackson defeated Logan last week. Ironton is always a football powerhouse. So uh, that should be a whale of a game in Jackson tonight. But those other games are interests of uh, games to watch. Big, bigger games, uh, things or games that may have an impact on the uh, playoffs come state playoff time. So is this second column where it's being played always? Correct. Okay. So Rock Hill will be at Benton County. Alexander is traveling to South Point. Meg's going to Belpre. Fairland going to Wellston. River Valley going to South Gallia. I'm halfway through the list, folks. River, traveling to Trimble. Williamstown, which is a West Virginia team, they're playing Waterford at Waterford. Sims Valley at Eastern. Southern at Wahama, that's down in West Virginia. 
Ashland Crestview versus uh, East Knox, Lucasville Valley at Cole Grove, Shenandoah at Shadyside, Portsmouth Notre Dame at Byrne Union, Crooksville at Fairfield Union, Liberty Union versus Lakewood. Lakewood. Yes. Lakewood is a school. Uh, where is it? Just, hmm, I want to say, the one east of Lancaster. Okay. About, uh, I want to say, about 20, 30 miles, so somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Lakewood, uh, I always think of uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm, right. Maysville, traveling to New Lexington, Taze Val- Valley at Logan, and Ironton at Jackson. Now, we do have one game tomorrow night. And that's Fort Fry versus Valletta. Oh, that'll be a good game, too. Fort Fry has been having some pretty good years recently. Um, <coughs> I asked Scott about this a few minutes ago. And he confirmed what I thought I had heard, which is that, um, oh, help me, the school. Um, which, Athens High School? No, 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 no. Um, the school that um, is unable to... Uh, oh, Federal Hawking. Yes, thank yes. you. Federal Hawking uh, will not have a football season. Correct. Um, that's, that's too bad. Yes, it is. And um, if, as I understand it, they simply didn't have enough players turn up mm-hmm. turn out to uh, to field a team to field a team yes which is unfortunate because you know those those uh, young men that are seniors mm-hmm. they they won't get to to ever play their senior year yeah. yeah I don't know how many of them there are but uh, the athletic director said that unfortunately they had to cancel the season but they are working hard to uh, of course regenerate the program and have a season next year so hopefully this is only a one-year temporary thing. Well, in any case, uh, tonight, again, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock on the air with the kickoff. This station right here, WATH, will be um, following Athens, who is traveling to Gallia, and then uh, Gallia Academy, that is. And then Power 105 next door is following Nelsonville York, who will be going to Newark Catholic. Yes. All right. Big game. Big game for the Buckeyes. Big game for the Bulldogs, too, playing at Memorial Field in uh, Gallipolis. And uh, I've played a few games down there, not on Memorial Field, but in the gymnasium there, Gallia Academy High School, G-A-H-S, as they refer to it there, and many games on their baseball field. Too, so uh, they've got a nice little sports complex there. Only a related topic, but um, recently Ohio University has announced that um, the football. Oh shucks! What do we call the stadium? Peden Stadium. Peden Stadium. Yes. Oh my phone! Why people know not to call me that? Okay. Um. Peden Stadium has added a new name to its facility. 
I think it's still Peden Stadium, but it's Frank Solich Field. Am I correct? Yes. So that's that's kind of neat. Yes. Frank used to be a neighbor on Avon years ago. And, uh, of course, he was a guest many times out here on this program. Nice guy. His kids, you know, he came from, what, Nebraska, right? Yes. Uh, my seat's up in the um, upper deck of the, the uh, I don't know, stadium on the 40-yard line. Um, his kids and family, when they would travel in from Nebraska, sat almost next to us. And I got to know some of them rather well. Nice family. All right. So, and all of that gets underway next Saturday, right? September 3rd. So, uh, yes, that would be a week from tomorrow. Ohio State opens up also on that day. Big game to start off the season for the Buckeyes as they host, I believe, number five is the ranking, current ranking of Notre Dame. Yeah, the Buckeyes sit at number two. Wow. But, uh, yes. And are we talking nationwide? Yes, uh, oh. national rankings. Ohio State, number two. Notre Dame, number five. Who's one? Alabama. Okay. As usual, yeah. <laughs> it seems. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's, oh. a, that's a huge game. Usually a lot of teams don't start off playing another top ten or let alone a top five ranked team. But both schools are doing that, obviously, with the, with the rankings that they have right now. So that game is at uh, 7 p.m. Saturday night, pregame at 6 here on 970 WATH with Paul Keels and Jim Lachey. So that'll be a big ball game for the Buckeyes. Something a little different for me this year is, of course, Pat's not here. He died, and, and I'm solo. So uh, I I have for years had the same four seats at uh, Peden Stadium and in the Convo. Um, and it's just me. <laughs> and I was talking to another friend last night. And she has two seats up in the same section. And um, we're, we're going to... I don't know. I'm going to have to invite some people to to um, join us. There you go. Get their list. Get their schedules. Do you normally go to the games? Take make their reservations. After all the years you've done so. Um, when when I'm in town, uh, you know, I I try to make one or two a year. Anyway, I enjoy watching the marching one ten. Well, of course. W- when they come on the field, that's probably my favorite part. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy the game, yeah, but you know, marching well, one ten gets the crowd going, don't they? If you feel like it, if you're not out of town next Saturday, <laughs> which I will be. Oh, well then, never mind. Okay, <laughs> thank you anyway. Yeah, I was going to invite you and a guest. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. 
All right. Well, it's August 26th. Well, get I'm get your sure. list out and start, you know, say, hey, you know, we got to start scheduling for ball games this year. Tell them write it in their planner, on their refrigerator, on their forehead, the back of their hand, whatever it takes. Write it backwards on their forehead so when they look in the mirror, they'll see what it is. You started saying get my list out. Yes. Uh, it reminded me of something that I'm going through. And um, mercy. I mean mercy. So I decided I was going to refinance my mortgage, right? So you call one company, and it's the company you're dealing with already, and saying, listen, I have the following goals, and I want to do a refi. And suddenly, you are bombarded phone calls and emails from all their competitors and even multiple companies that represent the overall company you work with. All of them saying they can do so much better than their competitor, right? Yeah, of course they do. Oh, my. Until you read the fine print. Well... I think my goals will be accomplished. And um, I'm merging two properties into one, one deal. Anyway, I don't need to get into those details. The point is, you get so many spam calls. And just, it's so annoying. Incredibly annoying. And, um, oh my, times have really changed. Yes, they have, and continue to do so. Well, today is August 26th, 2022. It's a Friday, folks. I hope you knew that. It is National Hot Dog Day. Mm, Let's see, what? How do we do that? Mm. Weenie Wednesday. Weenie Wednesday. Yeah, well, it's... And then Key used to do it to tag that commercial spot. Mmm, Larry's. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's um, National Hot Dog Day, so we'll go Weenie Friday. Weenie Friday. Okay. It's National Web Mistress Day. Web Mistress Day. What is that? Oh, my. Well, let's... What do you think it is? Dig into it. My my guess is it's something that is probably maybe something to avoid. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm thinking, you know... F- finish your sentence. I, no. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's something... That when, my first thought when I saw the word mistress, I thought, eh, maybe, maybe not. But anyway, it's not that. Uh, a web mistress is a woman who designs, develops, markets, and maintains websites. Oh, well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Okay. But well. now, what would you think if you heard the word mistress? Something a little morally questionable? A female I don't trust? 
No, no. Well, that's possible, too. That's quite possible with anybody, for that matter. Anyway, it's National Web Mistress Day. Thanks for all your help, gal. Okay, National Women's Equality Day. It's National Got Checked Day. Are they... Suppose they're talking about um, COVID or something. Well, uh, it could be. Let's just see. National Got Checked Day on August 26th creates a call to action, providing a friendly reminder and asking a simple question. Got checked? It is raising awareness of routine breast cancer screenings. Oh, oh okay. Yes. Well, that's an important thing to do, folks. I know many of you have known someone, but, you know, my wife went through this. 25 years ago, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, had a mastectomy, and had then uh, monthly checkups um, for a while, and then eventually it became six months, and then once a year up at the James at Columbus. We had her on special meds. And, you know, the whole di- the whole goal, the sh- shush phone, the whole goal is to make sure that um, it doesn't metastasize, right? Yes. Into yet another form of cancer, which after 20 years it did in my wife's case. It became bone cancer. So... Um, National Gut Checked Day. I'm still amazed at how well she handled that through all of those years. Yeah. And that, uh, wow, you know, years ago before modern medicine, for her to survive 25 years, did you say? Well. From the first diagnosis? Yes. Is uh, and just incredible. And she incredible. had, okay, back then... The chemotherapy was the kind of chemotherapy everybody's heard about, where you you take these liquids or injections, and then you lose all your hair. Mm, yeah. And there's other uh, side effects and things. And then uh, she had radiation, so nuclear um, energy was fired at her to try to kill any remnants of cancer and uh, it, was, it was a very intense uh, thing that we went mm, through yeah intense therapy for sure so I, I'm just I just marvel at how for so long of a period she handled that so well and responded so national got checked day yes and finally national cherry popsicle day mm-hmm have you ever met a popsicle you didn't like? Definitely not. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and I'm not really fond of these plastic tubes. That oh, are the freeze pops? Yeah. Oh, I like those. Okay. Those are great for swimming in a pool. Kids love those things. For swimming in a pool? Oh, yeah. You give them to give them to a kid while they're swimming in a pool and they float, you know, stand there and eat them and then they put them back out on the side. Okay. Or if they get out of the pool, they can, you know, get into one, too. But t- kids love those. Well, and it's... Some, uh, some big kids do, too. 
By the way, on Monday, Melena Miller's going to join us. Oh, good. Um, the Athena Theater uptown is running a series of special films uh, on a variety of topics. And um, many of them have local ties. And um, so she's going to give us an update on some of those, and one in particular that I think her daughter did, something like that. So uh, Melena Miller, who's also um, not a, not on the same street, but a neighbor on the Far East Side and a longtime friend. Such a nice lady. I like her. All right, August 26th it is, and uh, on this day in history, let's see what we've got. This is always a test of pronunciation. In the year 1346, the Battle of Crecy, C-R-E, there's a tilde over the E, C-E, C-Y, C-R-E-C-Y, which they go on to say is south of Calais in northern France. Edward III's English longbows defeat Philip VI's army. And they say cannons were used in that event for the first time in battle. This is in the year 1346. Anything to add to that? Nope. Except on to the next one. 1682, English astronomer Edmund Halley first observes the comet named after him, Halley's Comet. You said you did have something to say about that? No, I just said on to the next subject. Oh, 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 I misunderstood you. In 1873, the first free kindergarten in the United States was started by Susan Blow and Karen DeLay. Karen DeLay, well, anyway, it's some sort of suburb of St. Louis, Missouri. What year was that? 1873, the first free kindergarten. So it apparently was not free prior to that? Sounds like it. Hmm. 1924, the catastrophe of Smyrna, known as the Asia Minor Catastrophe to Greeks, The Ottoman army expels Greeks and other non-Turks from Asia Minor. And this happened on approximately uh, I guess uh, August 13th it began but it peaked on this date in 1924. And again this date is August 26th. 1937, General Franco's nationalist troops conquer Santander, Santander, something like that, during the Spanish Civil War. 1959, the British Motor Corporation introduces the Morris Mini Miner, designed by Alec 
Isogonus, Isogonus. He's only 10 feet long, but seated four passengers. My Mini Cooper. I don't know if it's 10 feet long or what, but um, it's mini. It seats four passengers. It's just hard getting in and out. <laughs> like the, the phone booth? Yeah. yeah. 1996, U.S. President Bill Clinton signs the Wellform, I'm sorry, the Welfare Reform into law, representing a major shift in welfare policy. Okay. Guess who's 42 years of age today? 42. Um, let's see. He was a tickety-poo? Child actor. Oh, well, it wouldn't be tickety-poo Don then. He's 39. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yes. 42. Mother Teresa, today would have been her birthday, but she died in 1997. She was born in 1910. Refresh my memory a little bit about Mother Teresa, if you don't mind. I can go on here. Two more famous birthdays, then we'll come back to Mother Teresa. Um, Mary Ann Nichols. And the shots they have, the picture, very fuzzy picture, looks like she's on her deathbed. But anyway, she was born on this date in 1845 and died in 1888. We have three to look up. So first of all, you help me with Mother Teresa. Okay, Mother Teresa, also known as St. Teresa of Calcutta, was an Albanian Indian Roman Catholic nun who in 1950 founded and was an active member <coughs> excuse me of the missionaries of charity although her passport name was Mary Teresa Bojaksihu she was born Anjanzi Gongse Bojaksihui in <laughs> Uskub now Skopje Skopje capital of North Macedonia wow. wow you talk about a tongue twister I'm sorry I asked you to do it <laughs> Yeah. What is she most famous for? Well, during her lifetime, she became famous as the Catholic nun who dedicated her life to caring for the destitute and dying in the slums of Calcutta. I know she was a very kind and generous with her efforts. Yes. Okay, now this Marianne <clears throat> Nichols, born in 1845, this terrible picture. What was her thing? Let's see here. Um, I don't think that's her. It says director of pharmacy services. I, I think that's her. Spell her name, please. Uh, two words, Mary Ann, and then the last name Nichols. Okay. Birth? 1845. On Let's try that one. On this date. Uh, Mary Ann Polly Nichols was the first canonical. What? I hope I'm saying the right. Canonical, C A N O N I C A L, huh. victim of the un unidentified 
serial killer known as Jack the Ripper, who is believed to have murdered and mutilated at least five women in the mm-hmm. Whitechapel and mm-hmm. districts of London from late August well, to this, early November. This very well may be uh, her on her deathbed. Okay, and the last one simply has a single name, Thalia Thalia. Very pretty lady. Today's her 51st birthday. F-A-L-I-A? No, T-H-A-L-I-A. Let's try that one. T-H-A-I-L-A. No, L-I-A. Thalia. Thalia. T-H-A-L-I-A. Okay. 51st birthday today. She is... A Mexican singer uh, known, let's see, Ariadna Thalia Sodi Miranda, known mononymously as Thalia, is a Mexican singer and actress referred to as the Queen of Latin Pop. She is considered one of the most successful and influential Mexican artists. All right. Um... How about famous deaths? We have two to mention. One was someone I knew. But first is Charles Lindbergh. Of course, an aviator. Born on, um, in 1902, but died on this date in 1974. Charles Augustus Lindbergh was an American aviator, military officer, author, inventor, and activist. At the age of 25, he achieved instant world fame by making the first nonstop flight from New York City to Paris on May 20th to the 21st in 1927. And incidentally, he was six feet three inches tall. Wow. That's taller than Sky. <laughs> no, no. No, wait. No, that's right. Starting next week, folks, we're going to hear Sky over on our FM station. And she is a hoot. I hope you enjoy her as much as you do, Sky. All right, now, the second person who died on this date in 2018 was that of Neil Simon. I had the pleasure of working with him on three occasions. And You know, you just look at his face and you smile. (coughs) He was such a fun, um, interesting guy. And often very um, humorous, as were many of his shows. So Neil Simon, born in 1927, died on this date in 2018. He was an American playwright, screenwriter, and author, wrote more than 30 plays and nearly the same number of movie screenplays, mostly film adaptations of his plays. He has received more combined Oscar and Tony Award nominations than any other writer. And some of his works include Barefoot in the Park, one of my favorites, The Odd Couple from 1964, which was made into a TV show as well. That was one of my all-time favorite TV shows. Uh, also, Plaza Suite from 1969 and Biloxi Blues from 1985. Some of his movies 
and TV shows include what I just previously mentioned, The Odd Couple, Barefoot in the Park, The Goodbye Girl, and The Sunshine Boys. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, look at some <clears throat> of the news. Um, Novak Djokovic. Djokovic. Thank you. He's a tennis guy. Yes. And really a tennis star. Yes. He announced yesterday that he would not play in the U.S. Open next week due to proof of COVID-19 vaccination requirements for all inbound non-U.S. citizens. The decision follows confirmation of the policy Wednesday by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. How do you say his last name? Djokovic. Djokovic. Yes. Don't forget the D. Pretty much, yes. Djokovic is the number sixth ranked player in the world, and he has missed several tournaments in countries requiring COVID-19 vaccines this year. In January, he was deported from Australia ahead of the Australian Open after his vaccine exemption was challenged in court. He's Serbian. And um, they go on to say here, one shy of a tie with Rafael Nadal. Mm -hmm, Right. For most Grand Slam men's single titles. He is opposed receiving COVID-19 vaccine out of concerns about its side effects. Separately, women's tennis great Serena Williams begins what she has signaled will be her last major tournament, facing off against unseeded Danka Kovinik in the opening round. Okay, how about uh, Mar-a-Lago? The Justice Department yesterday submitted proposed redactions of the affidavit underpinning its search from its search warrant of former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence earlier this month. Late last evening, the presiding judge said he would release redacted materials sometime As you may recall, federal officials have alleged Trump improperly took White House documents from the Florida estate instead of providing them to the National Archives per requirements. Reports have suggested an estimated 700 pages of classified documents were recovered from a previous search in January and officials and officials have indicated talks to retrieve documents without a warrant have proceeded since last year. The contents of the recovered materials, either from previous searches or the August 8th warrant, have not been revealed. You see, the final sentence reads here, Justice Department officials had argued Revealing too much information may compromise an ongoing probe. 
Okay, so we all walked, right? I hope. Yes, those of us who are blessed to be able to do so. I have an article here that says some of the earliest human ancestors may have begun walking upright around 7 million years ago. According to a new analysis of remains discovered about two decades ago. So, does that mean they previously walked on all fours like a dog or a, a four legged animal? Probably so. Ooh, this will be hard to pronounce. Researchers say the findings show the species Shahela. Tropus tendinensis habitually walked on two feet and may represent the transition in human evolution when the hominin lineage, modern humans, an extinct related species, diverged from chimpanzees. Diverged from chimpanzees. Does that mean we saw chimpanzees walking that way, so we did too? Or does that mean we were genetically related at some point? Well, uh, some theory theorists of evolution believe so, yes. Oh. Well, anyway... glad we walk upright today. Much easier to reach that second and third shelf in the store. <clears throat> Even that's tough for me. Oh, well. The top one especially. And, and you know, I'll be going through a store and I'll see somebody trying to get the top shelf. And I'll say, let me help, you know? Oh, yeah, I have. I don't. And I'm no. short. So Why? I, I have to climb up on a couple of shelf decks. You do? do? To reach, <laughs> yes. You actually climb up on the, the shelves? Well, n not more than one or two Oh, rows. okay. Well, don't get hurt doing that. You know, <coughs> slip and I'm, fall. I'm being careful. Okay. I, you know, I routinely, it seems like lately, I get asked to help uh, people get things off the top shelf. And, and I don't mind, you know. I, I feel, you know... the Oh, someone turns to you and says, would you help me with this? Yeah. I see. Yeah, and I, you know, feel like the Lord blessed me with height, so, you know, help your fellow man, well, and that's... What is your height? What I do. My driver's license says 6'3". No way. But it's more about 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, yeah. No way. Stand up. Yeah, it should be about 6'5", right? Oh, that hurt. Oh, look at you. What am I? Uh, short. Well, I knew that. <laughs> what are you? Boy, that was an open question right there. What are you? You're taller than I would have said. If someone said, how tall is he? I would have said like 5'11", 6 foot. Anyway. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. I, you know, I help people and... And uh, every now and if I, I do like you, if I see someone trying to reach something a little bit higher, I'll, I'll politely ask them, you know, can I help you? 
sometimes they'll step up on the shelf like you described and sometimes you know they're helping and my goodness the people are appreciative and they never walk away without saying thank you ever i mean i you know they're glad for the help and sometimes you got to be careful about asking people if they need help or you know if you can give somebody a ride that may walk and they're look at you weird like who who are you no get away from me not that that's happened because i don't routinely do that but it just seems like it which is sad that you got to be careful anymore what you ask people or what you may off what you mean as an offer to help yeah or assist somebody well i i just it's it's nice to help yeah i get a good feeling from it uh, we could go on with more political news but i tell you what i've had enough for the week me too um, I'm gonna Thank put goodness. that away, and we have a song to play. And oh mercy, guess who picked it? That's right, Scott. Yes. Well, you, you asked me. Hello, if everyone. I this is your Action News song. reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the <laughs> scene at the supermarket. There seems to have been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was just standing over by the tomatoes, and here he come, running through the pole beans, through the fruits and veggies, naked as a jaybird. That could be Apples over there, and the jams, jellies, preserves, and pickles. I hollered over there. I said, don't look at them! <laughs> she dropped a whole jar of kumquats and fell back into the sweet midget side. <laughs> it was too late. She done been incensed. Here he comes. Boogie that, boogie that. There he goes. Boogie that, boogie that. Well, yes, they call him the street. Fast thing on two feet. What a way to end the week. He's just as proud as he can be of his anatomy. He gonna give us a peek. Ray Stevens. Well, yes, they call him the street. Let's show off his physique. If there's an audience to be found, he'll be speaking it round. Everybody, be careful out there. Been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Justice Department is expected to release redacted affidavit within two hours, disclosing the details about the justification for the FBI search at former President Trump's estate in Florida. Correspondent Robert Costa is in West Palm Beach. There was alarm inside the DOJ, inside the National Archives, about what could happen should a foreign agent or someone with ill intentions get inside the property and have access to the storage facility where the former president kept these boxes. Not clear how extensive those redactions will be, but legal experts say the information released could have significant legal, political, and even historic implications. One vaccine maker is taking a rival to court, claiming it's using copycat techniques. Reporter Alex Tin. 
Moderna says it is suing Pfizer and BioNTech, accusing the companies of infringing on their patents in creating their blockbuster COVID-19 vaccine, and then failing to get a license to use those techniques for their shots. Moderna says it won't be seeking damages for sales in low-income countries or for where the United States government would have to foot the bill. A spokesperson for Pfizer declined to comment, saying the company had yet to be served the suit. College students returning to campus will hear familiar guidance about COVID, as well as new warnings about monkeypox. Robert Stahl is director of health services at Long